G'day everyone, this week we've got a very special guest, Justin Lofranco. Justin is the founder of The Morning Chalker, which began as a small daily CrossFit news email and now goes out to over 100,000 people each day. Their website and media coverage has quickly become the source for CrossFit news and information. Justin spent years on Capitol Hill building a career in national politics before he decided to reassess his life. He left that world and has never looked back. Except maybe when he was living in his parents' pool house, self-funding an online news rag about his favorite hobby. Seth and Tony talked to Justin about his big move, CrossFit's changes, and the advice he got in a parking lot from a games winner and CrossFit business guru. Oh, and morning chalk up groupies. They had to ask about groupies. Please enjoy. I do a lot of editing. I, I mostly edit stuff that Seth asks about. I, you know? appear, I appear very little on this program. <laughs> I, I only we I only use him when we talk about like whether or not we're we're strong in the gym because he's got a four hundred pound back squat. Oh, nice! Yeah, I would love one of those. Yeah, I asked for one for Christmas. I did not get it. No. Yeah, well, you're on the way. Yeah, just, Justin, did you uh, have you worked out yet? Where are you? Uh, um, I'm in Anaheim, California. Um, and no, I have not worked out yet today, but um, I can uh, I can tell you what my workout is. So. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, so I've got some makeup work to do. Um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty rough makeup workout, uh, from the 31st cause I was out of town. Um, okay. so it's a, it's a four time workout. It's called, can you hold on? It's 15 chest to bar pull-ups, 12 toes to bar, nine bar muscle ups, a 400 meter run, 25 deadlifts, 225, 800 meter run, 25 deadlifts, 225, 400 meter run. Then nine bar muscle ups, 12 toes to bar, 15 chest bar pull-ups. So the so answer that, for uh, me would be no, I can't hold on. Yes. No, I don't think I will be able to either. I think I, I'm, uh, you know, this, I, it's not going to be, it's going to be rough. That sounds spicy. Yeah, yeah it's going to be really spicy. And I was just kind of, you know, I'm coming, coming back from the holidays. So I'm going to take it, you know, it's a chipper. It's, yeah. it's, it's just going to be a little bit rough. Um, just take it consistently, not trying, not going to hold on to the rest of my workout. It's uh, dragging through the mud. Yeah. I mean, this, this has been a long four month holiday period for me and I haven't gained any weight. That's <laughs> so, fantastic. Yeah. So that would be a good Millions one for me. Americans there hate you right now. Yeah. yeah. Holiday for Seth runs from, run, runs from the 4th of July to uh, January 1st. Best season of the year. That's supposed to be our holiday, but then all of a sudden uh, I got a phone call from Greg Glassman and that basically changed the next six months of my life. Oh, so. I hate, I hate it when Greg Glassman calls me. Yeah. Yeah. Never has good news, does he? <laughs> no. He always wants to well, change the world, you know? It depends. I mean, he gave me the biggest story of my life, so I guess, you know, it was good news in a sense, but that's yeah, true okay. too. Yeah, that's that that's a fair point. Uh, so, uh I um yeah, I did uh, Seth and I are on the squat train these days. I did uh I did uh, five sets of 10 at 225 back squats yesterday with our friend Sean. Nice. Great job. Yeah. Solid it, weight. Yeah, felt good about that. Although it's amazing how you get out of, like I get so gassed by just doing ten damn reps. We well, use this thing called cardio. Sometimes if you do that, it's good for you too. Well, yeah, the, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, people always ask, uh, you know, how my plan to get uh, get you in shape for the new year, and I just say lift weights faster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, you were on the squat train yesterday. Uh, I did, and then I did a metcon as well. Yeah, because I am trying to shed that ten extra pounds. Well, you got the open coming up. Remember, registration starts on January 10th. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's right around the corner. Can't wait so, to yeah, see you... how depressing that is this year. 
Well, a lot of people have Seth in their crosshairs this year, yeah, including Ash. And uh, I, I, I'd be, I'm curious. We're going to end up doing a, um, we're going to have our own sort of a leaderboard for from No Rep, and you will certainly be on it. And we'll be tracking, and uh, we're going to see, we're going to see if you can beat Sean Sweeney this year. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to handicap it a little bit. We compared our numbers last week, and it was pretty the, close. The yeah, you're gonna use the uh, the women's weights instead. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty close between me and him last year. We compared, um, you know, so I'm right there. I'm right on the cusp. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey, let's. Uh, you want to get this? You want to get this party started? Sure. All right. Sure. Here we go. Welcome everyone. This is No Rep Podcast coming to you from Northampton, Massachusetts, the lovely Pioneer Valley, nestled right up next to the Connecticut River. It's beautiful this time of year. Um, today we have a special guest with us, Justin LaFranco. Some of you may know him from the Morning Chalk Up. Very happy Thanks to have you on. on. Thanks guys. for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, as as always, uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's No Rep underscore Podcast, and as always. You know, we always have something special if you review us on iTunes this week. Um, we're going to take everybody who did a review, we're going to put, we're going to, and then we're going to pick one lucky winner is going to get to do uh, the, an entire edition of the morning chalk up any way they want to do it. <laughs> oh, right. sweet. It's going to be That'll exciting. Make my job a lot easier. Yep. Yeah, Justin's taking that day off. So we have a couple things we wanted to get into with you. Um, Let's do it. First question What is your why? Why did you leave politics and start the premier CrossFit news entity? It's a great question. You know, uh, the, it's a long answer, so I'll try and give you, you know, the, the highlights. I've been in politics for seven years. Um, i just come off a presidential campaign when I was working for Governor of uh, Scott Walker, the, the, the governor of Wisconsin at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that was my second presidential cycle, and I was like, you know, I'm, I, this is not really how I want to live my life. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a hard worker. I'm passionate about what I do, and I, I'm just so into it, and I loved it, and I was, I was really, you know, carving out a successful career for myself in, in that area. But I was just not happy with my life. Um, it was, it was just forcing me to live. I don't want to say super unhealthy, but it wasn't the, there wasn't a lot of balance. So you weren't you know, crossfitting was, at this time. I was actually. Oh, I, okay. I was started crossfitting 2011. Okay. End of oh wow. And so, and so, yes, I was, but you know, some of the other nutritional elements hadn't quite caught up. But I was certainly, I was, my CrossFit was allowing me to to maintain mm-hmm. uh, rather than go dark into deep and dark into the hole. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but there wasn't a lot of balance, and I, I got off the campaign. I said, you know, look, I, I need to take take breaks. So I took two months off, and I went to uh, Europe, and I worked on a farm, oddly enough, in the middle of the Italian mountains. Um, hmm. Seth, and, is, Seth uh, is looking is looking at me like he's wondering if there were sheep. Yeah, were there? There sheep? were no sheep. No, 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 no sheep. There no were sheep. pigs and, and chickens, oh. some quails. Uh, soul search. Said, "What the heck? I moved back home to California, and I decided I was going to give up politics. I was going to change the trajectory of my life, and I was going to try and do things differently." Can I just? And, uh, can, can I just, if I may, yeah. that, just what you're describing is already so off book from you know, the, the, the typical journey that, that one takes. I mean, the fact that you, that you looked and you said, Hey, this is out of balance, a and B, that's not a good thing. And you were in your twenties, I think, right? I was 29, 29. And you said, I'm going to blow this yeah. shit up. 
Yeah, and and then you right. said, and then, right. you know, I mean, Seth is, you know, I mean, I don't see Seth going to Italy for two months ever just to kind of figure out what's next for him. It's just to escape, would be to escape all this and never come back. Yeah. Ellie that would never part, let you go. Was escaping. I think yeah. a little bit was escaping, but, you know, there's a purpose there. But, you know, yeah, sometimes you really have to go far past boredom to get, get to work thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're we're always in a hurry to, like, come up with an answer or a solution to something. And, and sometimes you're that's fine. There's nothing again. There's nothing wrong with that. I had to go far past boredom. Like, OK, I fed all the animals today and well, there's nothing to do for another four hours on my 14th day of doing this in a row. Right. Um, right. And you're like, my day used to be so busy and I was never bored and now I have nothing to do. But now you start you, you finally wash away all the thoughts and the emotions of, of you know, what you were previously doing and you're able to start thinking about it. And that's how I just came. I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to California. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've been away from my family for a long time. And, uh, I've been basically putting my career ahead of being home very often. Mm-hmm. My vacations look like going home for Christmas. And, right. uh, that was about the only vacation I'd taken, uh, since I started. And so I decided to not do that anymore. And I was going to go, uh, make them a, a big part of my life and, and continue to be there for, for, you know, the weekends and the holidays and, and anything else that we could do together. And so I came home and I moved into my parents, uh, pool house. I, I slept out there for two years while I bootstrapped the morning chalk up into something that, you know, people considered to be, you know, authoritative on the subject of what's going on in CrossFit and, and, you know, reach a, a pretty large and growing global audience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're read in more than 72 countries. Can, can read just, in 72 countries. Can I yeah, just, so. at, at, at what point are you, you know, at what point or quarter or year are you sitting in your parents' pool shed thinking, maybe pool house. it's pool house, saying <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time to rethink my decision-making paradigm? Yeah, every day, right? <laughs> um, I'm looking at the, you know, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at, you know, the financial numbers and I'm like, you know, we, I self-funded this, mm-hmm. you know, right. I, 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 and so like, I just was pouring my heart and soul into growing this thing and then being like, I don't know how we make any money. <laughs> right. I've been thinking that for like the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and I just was sitting there kind of going, this is, this is tough. And this is hard, and am I yeah. cut out for this? Um, but are you are you confident that you are capable of the task at hand? Right. Is, is probably more where where I sat, and I felt that I was confident. I didn't know it was going to be successful. I, I still don't know that. I don't know that we're going to hit the jackpot and we're going to be the creme de la creme. Well, and and you, but you made it. You made it to well. You made it to no rep podcast. Right. I you're, think you're, you're here with I us. Think, so, I think yeah. you're huge. Well, that's a testament. That's a testament to, to success at a certain level. I wasn't on your podcast last year, so uh, I, I've caught your eye. So we're, <laughs> yeah. we're 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 winning small battles. Yeah, that's well, how you get to the playoffs. I, I, let, let us give you one perspective from from uh, sure. you know, our side of this. You know, I I'm not sure when I was made aware of the morning chalk up. It was word of mouth through the gym. Um, yeah, that's and it's, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. and it and it's probably you know I don't know three months, six months, whatever it is. And it for me, it now is. I think of it as an established thing. I think of it as the place I get my, you know, much of my, if not all of my CrossFit news. I get the the, the CrossFit email from HQ and I get right. the morning chalk up, you know. And so from my perspective, you're as legit as, you know. Oh, thank you. Perfect. You're perfectly mainstream CrossFit as far as from my yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, we, we don't have as 
large of an audience, but to the people who know who we are, we seem very authoritative on it. And we are authoritative on it. We, right. we do really, really hard to actually have accurate and up-to-date information. And that's, that's our goal. Um, but we, we're, we're in that, we're in that upwards phase where we're reaching a larger and larger audience. And we haven't hit that tipping point where it's like half of the, half of the crossfitting community knows, knows who we are. Right. We're not there yet, but we're, we're, we're moving in that direction. We move there. We move there a little bit more every day. Right. Um, Cause you are, you know, you know it, you're building but, a community and building a, a following yeah. With the things that you say and put out, right, all the time. Oh, 100 percent. You know, we we we've seen the level of influence that our words have actually on the marketplace, um, and we see it. We see it. We don't see it every day, but we see it. You know, um, in bigger topics and in areas. You know, we publish a you know, kind of a more scathing story about the rule book not being out there, despite the fact that the season's beginning and people's competitive careers are on the line based mm-hmm. on what that rule book says, and right. it's not out there yet. You know, and. and and that that sparked a lot of conversation and, and sort of negative conversation about you know CrossFit's lack of due diligence in that area. And so mm-hmm. when we don't always wade into topics that are con- more controversial like that, but when we do, we we've seen the 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 reach of our voice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how you know elite athletes reach out to us and coaches reach out to us and they're like, yep, yep, yep. And we talk to them as people too on a regular basis. That that's how we formulated some of the ideas in that story. Was getting input input like any other reporter would from from key. Mm-hmm from, you know, key players. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's where we do see a little bit, um, more of our influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm thinking of, of, of sort of going on a different, in a, in a slightly different direction here, but I'm just thinking back about the fact that you came to the morning chalk up from your background, but also in the way that you, you very consciously and conscientiously went about deciding what you wanted to do mm-hmm. and build in your, in, in the next phase of your yeah. life. Um, and, and and specifically that that you know there's a whole lifestyle component. Do you feel like that um, sort of bleeds into the way that you tend to I think uh, talk to the whole community and not just about you know the not just the games athletes? Yeah, absolutely. Percent. Um, you know, I I my role in politics was actually managing the social media channels for elected officials. Mm-hmm. So I built their online presences and their grass online grassroots communities. And when I was on the when I was on the official side and worked in Congress, I did that more for communicating how we were putting together effective policy that was going to help people or solve problems. When I was on the campaign side, it was about mobilization and voting and building a grassroots community to help get out, um, you know, your candidate and help get them to the polls and help drive engagement online that, that spreads a message. And so that's at the heart and soul of what we do here at the Morning Shock Up when it comes to community building. It also recognizes that if all I ever do is talk about the big people out there in the world, people aren't going to feel like they have a piece of it. Mm-hmm. That's why we constantly mention uh, uh, everyday CrossFitters and their successes because Everyday CrossFitters are the ones filling the boxes. There's 99% of them are, are those athletes. And we, you don't, you know, it's not down to a formula like, well, because we, we recognize that that was how you get people. You don't get people to the polls by only talking about um, yourself. You mm-hmm. get people to the polls by talking about who they are and what matters to them. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, we intended it to be so formulaic like that and crossover, right. but that was the lesson I learned from politics that brought, I was able to bring here and say, wait a second, there's, you know, at the time, 10, 11,000 gyms out there and they're filled with people that have, don't care about the games. Right. They're filled with people that care about their health 
and it might care about the games one week of the year, but the other 51 weeks of the year, they care about showing up to class on time and they share and, and they care about meeting their goals and they care about their grandchildren and their kids and their moms. And they care about making sure that they have a healthy life and a happy life. We have a perfect opportunity to bring together those areas mm-hmm. all together into one and we can make something for everyone including elite athletes and coaches of elite athletes and 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 and, and people that work in the industry but we can still talk about the whole community too mm-hmm. um and so we decided we made it and this was actually a conversation i had with jason kalipa in a parking lot of a mobile stanford blood donation clinic <laughs> uh in in san jose like a couple of years ago and he's like you just you need to stop focusing on all the game stuff like you're 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 missing all the other people and, and i was like oh whatever it is like yeah. you, know, I'm about. you know and uh and then I, I i sat there and i thought about it for a while for a couple of weeks and i was like you know what he's right he is right let's 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 shift the tone here mm-hmm. away from the elite and let's let's put it let's put the the primary stories and coverage about the the communities and the boxes and mm-hmm. the and the stuff that 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 people can really relate to. Mm-hmm. So you Let's sent him a Christmas card now, thanking thanking him for yeah, the advice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did. Send him, I said I've told him several times. I'm like, you know, Jason. I don't know if you remember, but he's like, oh yeah, we were sitting in a. I was waiting to go get blood, and I'm like, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of strange. It was, it was you know a little bit uh, non traditional meeting spot, but well, he's like, oh, I got like 20 minutes. Why don't you stop by? I was like, sure, why not? Wow, that's. Unbelievable. That's it's real, and, it's, and it's interesting that you're getting that message from somebody who won the games, right? Yeah. Well, Jay, I mean, Jason. Look, Jason owns. He owns and operates twenty two. You know, twenty two gyms in seven countries. Okay. So he's you know, wildly so successful. So guy. he he wasn't able to parlay his games win into anything much. Just twenty two no, gyms. No, in no, seven not countries. at all. Right. No, but he's such a smart from a from an empire building standpoint. He's he he runs one of the largest. Huh. empires in, yeah. in 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 the in the global fitness brand because not only does he have 22 uh gym locations most of which are affiliate some are corporate but he's also built this whole line of corporate wellness that that is embedded in like chinese like in beijing he has like chinese corporations where they mm. built old gyms he's got them in silicon valley too it's like um it's like nvidia or one of these other major corporations they have a gym that's that's there and so it's not an affiliate but he's they're doing the programming. They have the coaches. They're doing this wellness center for for corporate, um, uh, for these corporations and such. And you're like, you're looking at him, going, man, like this guy's gets it. Like yeah. he, he's not, it's he's not like you know farming the next games team like like Rich Froning is. And there's nothing right. wrong with that. I'm not put. I'm talking about the business side of, right. of, of of you know fitness. Jason is bought, fully bought into ensuring that people have options good solid options mm-hmm. to achieve their fitness goals for everyday athletes you look you walk into his gym and it's like they've got different types of programs for different kinds of athletes and they they run it so efficiently it's very very impressive so um is he guy, hiring guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm sure he is yeah. every time i turn the corner he's like launching and I'm, I'm every time i'm up in northern california i hit him up and he's like oh yeah i'm at my new gym and i'm like which one yeah yeah because i'm i'm in you know, the mood like, to just pick up and leave everything behind you know go west coast so although hey it wouldn't be cold right now it's, it's probably a balmy 50 Hey, I'll better than what five. we got. Yeah, better than what we got morning. for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking about um, in, in in terms of, you know, we've been talking about, uh, you know, CrossFit up 
up and down the spectrum of, from yeah. games athletes to what I would kind of call type A competitors or, or yeah. you know, and then, and then down and then you and then sort of more lifestyle CrossFitters. And mm -hmm. do you, you know, what is it like at, at your gym? I mean, do you have games athletes? Do you have, you know, regional hopefuls? Do you have uh, competitors, lifestyle people? And, and sort of as a follow-up, I'm always interested in how, how your box goes about making sure it remains one community. Oh, that's a great, great question. Um, I've got a, a really good example of how, how our gym does it, and I think they're doing it right. Um, it, it, it's a gym that's always kind of air, been a little bit more competitive. Mm -hmm. um, they had some teams. They had some sectionals teams back in the day. Mm -hmm. They had um, – or, or the coaches went to sectionals, but not with this gym. They have a couple of regionals athletes uh, uh, from previous years. Had, hasn't gone in the last couple of years. Um but you know the top echelon is 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 a tad bit fitter than your, your average gym. That's absolutely, and, and and I consider myself in in, in that higher echelon of mm -hmm. athlete that's at that gym. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, what we they used to have their comp, what's called the competition programming, and they used to have it like separate. And then um, maybe about six or nine months ago. They just started integrating it specifically with each class, and they just introduced it as like RX Plus. And it was like, you know, sometimes the movements are slightly different, but it's always the same workout. It was like, no, we competitive athletes can benefit from being in the class with sure. other athletes. We actually can benefit, not not just they can benefit from having us. We really can benefit by getting pushed by continuing to be with a larger group setting and not being isolated and by ourselves. In turn, other athletes who are on their fitness journeys, regardless of whether they want to be competitive or not, can really benefit from seeing other athletes doing movements and performing movements more efficiently mm -hmm. at, at higher weight or not higher weight. Sometimes it's the same. If you want to do kip, if you want to progress from kipping pull-ups to butterfly pull-ups or, or from you know, chest to bars to bar muscle ups, and you never see anybody do it because you're in a class with athletes that none of them do it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not helping you along in your fitness journey. And so there's a lot that can be gained on both sides. And actually integrating it has been fantastic. Wow. That's because a, that's a that, that, that is, it, that is really, um, good to hear. And I, and I, I like the idea that it's, a, it, it's, it's something that can, A, that can work and, and B, oh, that totally you're, you're, you're imp implementing, because I think that there's, you know, it, it isn't, it isn't a given. I've actually been to a box where it, it felt to me like the, the wads were basically the intro classes. And then you saw all the people who got to sort of your level ish and on up and they were doing their own training or doing separate things. Exactly. Exactly. And it feels marginal. You feel like you're marginalized a little bit. You're like, well, I'm not a competitor. So, and it's like, whatever, drop the competitor language, you right. know, and we have an extra credit that we've got to do. We've got a lot of it. And sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's an hour and a half, sometimes it's less. And we'll go off and we'll do that while another class is working out because the gym's got some space where we can do that. Right. And some of it's just, you know, um, it's just accessory work. It's things we got to get done. And, 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 you know, we do that on our own time and sometimes we'll come back later if that's, if our schedule allows it or whatever it is, but we keep that the class is never competitor. Uh, and then everybody else, so there's an RX plus component to it. And, mm -hmm. and if you want to mm -hmm. do RX plus, then, then great. And it's also, you have to remember it allows people who, who are, who are doing workouts RX to look at, well, do I, this is what it takes. This is what the next, you know, mm -hmm. sort of rung up on this scaling option would be. Do I want to do it? Sometimes people do do it. People who would never do it before. It gives you an opportunity, never, right? Right. 
and I think that's cool. And I think I think it's great that and I go to Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, by the way, just mm-hmm. so I can plug them in here. Yeah. Um, I think it's great that they're doing that, and I think it was a smart move. And we're actually, you know, we're gonna do some do more of that. And so, um, it's just something. I, unless if you have a team that needs to practice together because they're doing, you know, they're signing for the Waterpalooza's and the Granite Games of the world, and they're right. and they're working together as a team. I understand them wanting to do that. Uh, but for, for years, I was at competitive gyms where the competitors never did the class workout. Right. And I was like, well, I mean, that's fine. But if the if the programming isn't good enough for them, why is it good enough for me? Right. Right. I mean that. Yeah. And and, I mean, and if it and if if CrossFit is is all inclusive and if it allows absolutely. for for everyone to have her own journey within the larger community then it's got to be one community, which would imply that everybody, at least at some point, is participating in the main thing, which is the WAD. And, and here, I'm gonna t- and I'll drop a, a statistic, not a statistic, but a, but a quick story on you that testament to this. Mm-hmm. And this, 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 should bl- this should blow your mind. And this, this is really, if you got any affiliate owners out there, I, ho- I hope they hear this, and I hope, I hope they take issue with it if, if, they, if they disagree with it, because cause here's, here's something that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting down with a girl named Ariel Armstrong, who was at the South Regional last year. She qualified for regionals doing class workouts at noon, one a day. What? Really? Yep. I used to do and, the noon. I would- you should go back. Yeah, I know. I feel like, <laughs> like a, I'm missing like, something. There. I think it's she magic. got something out of it that he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I, here's a, here's an athlete here was, you know, 26 year old. She was going to college. She didn't have time to put in the extra time. She was previously the year before really pouring in and doing all the doing 90 minute, two hour days, and then probably ramping that up right. in lead up to regionals. Did one hour a day. Qualified for regionals during the open, increased a little bit of that time for for for, for regionals, right. you know, appropriately to prepare adequately for the test that was going to be around. And look, Chris Beeler retired from CrossFit. Now it's Chris Beeler. I get it. Base layer fitness is super high. Guy's pro. By the way, um, it just as an aside. I, I actually have a, a, I'm a fair likeness of him. And so if I ever go anywhere where there's, you know, I just tell people I'm Chris Spieler and it's so much, e- <laughs> it's so much easier than actually becoming hey, really Spieler. good. Yes, I am actually. <laughs> of course I'm Chris Spieler. <laughs> Usually when free things are involved, he, he drops that line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, sure. I'll take that. Oh, free, sure. free supplements. Yeah, sure. I'm Chris Spieler. Yeah. yeah. What do yeah. you want me to do? All right. Yeah. I'll anyway. Selfie. So Chris Spieler. So- Chris Beeler qualified for regionals after he after he's after he stopped, and he said he was going down to one a day. Wow! One workout, one hour a day, and that's all he did. And he did the program at his gym in Park City, Utah. And if it's good enough, if it's good enough for for uh, uh, guys like them, it should be good enough for your competitive athlete. And it doesn't mean you don't do extra stuff. That's not what right. I'm saying. Sure. But I'm saying that the, the myth that's been out there that you just have to. Uh, you know, it's, oh, you can't be competitive and do the class workout. I don't agree with that. Um, there's a lot of athletes, athlete coaches out there who say, who, who balk at this volume mentality that's that's mm-hmm. been ingrained in competitive athletes. It's not necessary. There's a way to do yeah. it. And I like the way that my gym is doing it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and yes, there's extra credit. There's things that you should be working on. There's advanced movements right. that you should be working on that just aren't appropriate for a class setting, you know, and, right. and, there you go. So there's a gym that's doing it. And I think they're doing it well, and, they sh- uh, and, and, I, and I, I would encourage more gyms to, to integrate those things. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so how are your workouts going these days? Getting ready for the open? Ooh, are uh, you ramping up? 
not exactly. I don't take the open too seriously, but I always do it. Um, I, I enjoy it. I am 32 years old and I have a better chance of becoming a pastor's athlete than I do of qualifying for any one of these sanctioned events. And, um, and I, I enjoy what I'm doing and I work hard and I love working hard. And so I, I like adding the extra stuff and I do want to compete in local competitions. I want to be prepared to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, that's why I do the, the extra credit and I, and I follow this more specialized programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but my work has been a little bit rough. Work hasn't exactly been generous to me when it's a time allotment. So sure. Um, I heard your boss is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real douche. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, I, I, he's, stickler for that showing up at 6 a.m leaving at 6 p.m work schedule right. so, brutal uh uh vacations have been other than the last uh, week where we took it off have been a little tough to come by so um are you going to Wadapalooza? i will be at Wadapalooza. okay so, so there you go so yeah it'll be about a five-day crazy trip and there's a lot to do and those you know dubai i mean i Dubai competitions started at 11 p 11 p.m and you know some days it started at 1 a.m Right. For us. And so when you cover these international events, it's really taxing on you and it's hard to train. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to sleep and it's hard to train. And so mm-hmm. achieving balance and finding a way to still get most of the job done as well as you can without killing yourself is um, is part of my big challenge right now is to, again, it's, we've expanded. We're covering way more stuff than we were before. Mm-hmm. Our traffic is way larger than it was before. And the demand for content is more. So. You know, like like I was a couple of years ago, I'm trying to figure out how to find balance. There. Yeah, I was. I'm just, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just thinking that you know, you're you you, given your given. It sounds like your your background and, and your personality type. It, it sounds like you know, for you finding finding the, the balance is is going to be a, a foremost challenge for you. Almost, it's no going to be a lifelong did. challenge. It's yeah. going to be a lifelong challenge. I'm an intent. I'm an intense guy. I love to succeed and i and i i don't love to succeed for success's sake i i enjoy the process i enjoy the the tough battles that get you to the to you know to the playoffs i like i like that from and my, i so well from my end it sounded like you were just laying on some excuses for when 40 year old tony beats you in the open here. <laughs> he was saying that off the air you know, he might take you down this year do beat me. yeah i i i'm not you know the, Pretty soon I'm going to be like on the north side at 35, so I'm not going to be able to – I'm going to have to actually pick my game up if I want to beat 40-year-olds because I'm coming up with a generation of super fit athletes that are kicking my butt. Yeah, And they're going to be like – they're going to be like the 37-year – 36-year-olds right now, like the former regional 36-year-olds are going to be eviscerating me when they're 40. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one – I can tell you sort of from the flip side of that from – I'm actually 47 – there's there's an interesting way in which both in, in life and in CrossFit you you continue to to or at least I continue to figure out ways to be relevant meaning that I kind of look at my journey as a as a personal thing and if you know when I go into CrossFit week to week month to month year to year I'm competing against different people in different ways I have different goals um, yeah. you know at 47 years old and 150 pounds you know I don't have a goal of deadlifting 500 pounds that's never going to happen. That but, might be a little of an unhealthy goal. Right. But I but I can still have goals that make me feel relevant, you know, to myself and within the community. Absolutely. You get that in CrossFit in a way you can't get it at a Globo gym. I mean, imagine you doing the Absolutely. morning imagine you doing the morning chalk up for Globo gyms. I don't I don't think I would even want to imagine that. <laughs> it wouldn't I make sense. Would, I don't know what it would look like. It wouldn't yeah, it would make sense, you know. You know? And, and 
but you can identify the journeys that that people are having and they're going to resonate with the morning chalk up and absolutely in a way that that it just it's not going to happen at a globo gym absolutely no, i totally i completely agree yeah. you know that's that's and for many of us who were who were not just coming from no fitness but coming from a, from working out mm-hmm. and having an active uh, uh membership somewhere that's you know something that stands in stark contrast to our previous experience which is that I think I may have talked to one person at the last Globo gym I was at Right. that I didn't already know, like that I didn't know from outside of the gym. Right. Other than that, I mean, you know, you don't talk to anybody. That was one of the biggest things that was strange for me when I first started CrossFit because I spent years and years just working out by myself with headphones in and then you come to CrossFit and there's no headphones and everyone's asking you how you're doing. There's no no mirrors. People are saying, hey, how are you doing? Can I help you with something? And I just say, well, why aren't you just leaving me alone? Why aren't you talking to me right now? And uh, it took a while for that to break. Exercise is a solitary exercise, right. guys. <laughs> and now I'm back to want to be left alone. With yeah. other people. <laughs> and now I'm back to just want to be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know it's but it's you know it's funny about that is that sports growing up is such an is such an engaging and such a participatory environment with multiple multiple groups of people even in track and field you know when you think about like track and field or the weight room when you were when you were in high school weight room when you were in high school is a loud boisterous sort of. Um, uh, celebratory environment. And it's kind of funny that we, we went from there and in, 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 in any kind of team sports where, where the activity and the exercise is done together. And so engaged with other people with no headphones and no isolation to immediately graduating from high school or, or graduating, actually immediately graduating from high school, you go to your college gym and it's like, boom, quiet, shut up. Quiet. I'm right. doing super sets right now. <laughs> you know, or, 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 or I'm, I'm, I'm hammering out five on the elliptical, don't talk to me. Right. Five is a lot on an elliptical. Whatever it is, yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> five minutes. You know, yeah. And I think Greg, it seems it seems like Greg Glassman kind of stumbled across that. You know, like it, he just started to go into the group classes, and he he to his credit, he noticed it and observed that people work out harder when they're with each other, and that there's some camaraderie yeah. and community. But yeah. man, it has grown in a way that was, I think, one of the largest unintended consequences. And it it makes me think, you know, CrossFit's still in its infancy, and it makes me wonder about the, 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 the power of community and the extent to which mm-hmm. the extent to which that this and other things, um, you know, what, what ultimately, what is the, what, what's the power and reach of them. And I'd be curious to hear your thought on that from somebody who, you know, you basically created the, the, the online paper for CrossFit and you have to be looking and saying, you know, how big is this phenomenon going to be? Oh yeah. I remember, you know, so I was starting CrossFit you know, seven years ago and people were like, this is such a fad, such a fad, such a fad. And then eventually it was, it, it didn't take long before it was like, guys, this is not a fad anymore. And I, I, I wasn't sure how far or big or wide it was going to grow. And I think that we've done some analysis of numbers and growth over the years and published a couple of in-depth pieces, really analyzing how fast it's grown in certain areas and certain countries. Right. Um, and, and then, and then as a global community and the numbers are really staggering. I mean, we're adding, they are, excuse me, they are adding a thousand new affiliates a year. Jesus. And I think, look, I don't know how, you know, Greg, Greg had said 150, he wants 150,000 locations worldwide and what you're going to see is you are going to start seeing a lot of a shift at crossfit hq and uh, i've talked with these guys a lot about this and mm-hmm. and so they just launched a new website crossfit.com has totally changed mm-hmm. crossfit email of the day has changed 
And they're going to begin at every level of the business, refocusing it to the roots of growing uh, your baseline fitness to the ability to save your life. And that's, that's where they're, that's where they're moving. And so mm-hmm. you saw, you know, they release, um, they released this video about how to stand up from the chair. I saw that. Elder, I saw elderly that. woman. Yeah. And it looks kind of silly and it's kind of funny for us. And, you know, it's like, well, it's kind of neat. Really get out of the chair, but we've forgotten. We've, we've forgotten, you know, sitting at grandma's house and she can barely get out of a chair. Right. How do you expect that person to walk into a gym and do anything other than sit up from a box? Right. Right. Stand and up you, from a box. Right. That's it. And they walk into the gym and, and Greg yeah. wants them to walk into the gym and he wants them to get to another place. Exactly. But it starts from standing up from a chair. So right. 20 times is like actually a lot. When you think about the, you know, think about the negative movement of lowering yourself down without hurting yourself. Right. And, and then standing back up again and then doing that repeatedly over and over again. And so, you know, um, there's, there's, this is where their whole mind is at. They've, they're doing a lot right now behind the scenes. Um, you know, preparing this. They've been filming these movements for a, for a while now. They're, they're getting ready to start releasing them. And so I think that that's, that's where it's going. Mm-hmm. That's the change. Mm-hmm. Guys like us, you know, who, who, who are on the broad spectrum of, of fitness ability, you know, who can, who, who really have a serious shot at doing movements RX mm-hmm. um, and, and, and workouts RX. We're not the, we're not the goal it's not that we're not getting we're not getting pa- passed off. It's that we we've moved into this this phase where our coaches can 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 coach us and can help us along our trajectory, and that's taken care of, and that's moving itself along. The level one seminars is prepared to teach people like us. Mm-hmm. The level one seminar now needs to be prepared to teach people like the woman in that video. Right, we've graduated. And we've graduated, so we're 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 just we're doing good. We're we're just keep doing what you're doing. Keep following uh, and pushing yourself, and keep up the intensity, and, and and continue to work on those small things. But now we need to train and equip trainers and right. educators to work on the next phase in order to get to gyms mm-hmm. that have this kind of membership and that mm-hmm. and, and are uh, vibrant and robust. There's going to have to be some new education. And Justin, that's, and that's where they're going. Justin, can you tell Seth's mother that Seth is doing well for him? Yeah, if you want, to, I absolutely can. You put you that in writing right would, now. I'll call it. She <laughs> would appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, hey chalk up letterhead. It sounds very fitting. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Hey, uh, order some letterhead. <laughs> Justin, we we've got a couple of other things we want to do. Um, yeah. One one thing that we like to ask people um, is if if you had a benchmark workout named after you. Oh geez. Um, what would it What would it have in it? Um, oh man, that's a great question. Um, you know, I like to run. Pretty good at running, so it's on probably some running. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Great. Oh, yeah, I was God. a basketball player, runner in high school, so there's a little bit of love for the for the run. I probably like run. I like pull ups. Okay. So, um, you know, running pull ups. D balls. I'm sorry. What's that? D balls. Hmm. You know, like uh, like uh, those heavy D balls that you do clean jerks with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those things. I like those things. I know these are a bit odd sometimes. And double unders. There you go. Double okay. unders. Do you like? Would you? Are you? Are you a uh, a, a 
like a, a 20 you would go like a, a 20 minute amrap or would you do uh Ooh, that would probably be in my favor yeah the amraps yeah. are good for me would you start with like a mile run or would you want a half mile run or a 200 meter run we're gonna make tony do this so we just want to have it oh okay okay well then i would probably i would probably pick like it's got it'd be like 400s and it wouldn't be a buy-in it would just be a, it would be rounds because you know Okay. You're gonna you not give yourself you just long enough where it's tiring, but not too long where it's restful. Right, fifty meters for Seth. Right, like four hundred yeah. for you and me. Right, right, but fifty meters has got to be uh, D ball lunges then. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> no. So run run four hundred, come back and do pull ups. Twenty. Twenty pull ups. All right, and then move over to the D balls. And what are you gonna do with the D balls? Uh, I would say fifteen D ball clean and jerks. Well. Clean and jerk. Over the shoulder, moderate weight. You know, heavy enough where heavy enough where you're heavy enough where it's gonna suck. Yeah. Where what what <laughs> kind not, of not. what kind of a weight do you have in mind? Uh, I would say it should be 150. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, so 150. Yeah, we have yeah, a, one. I weigh 150. 150 100. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. That's gonna, a body weight clean and jerk. So you could do you could do 100. 100. Yeah. Okay. 100. Yeah. So like two thirds body weight. All right. Roughly, because I'm I'm one I'm all, I'm about 190, so 150 to me is 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 yeah. you know three fourths body weight. Right. Gotcha. A little, gotcha. little bit more than. So. Yeah. And then double unders. Yeah, and then double unders just just you know for some people that's a rest, for other people that's a awful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd say probably. Ooh, let's make it quick. Let's do like 50. 50. All right. And do that for tw- uh, 20 minutes as many 20. For, as an AMRAP for 20, and then start 20, over. 20. Yeah, twenty minute AMRAP. Yeah, uh, that would be. Ouch. I like this. I like this, except for the. It's a d- grinder. Yeah, it is a grinder, and the the D balls uh, are sort of the wild card for me because the rest of it, uh, for for my is you know yeah. is, is cardio and it and it's. Um, yeah, it, it could be. It, it could the D balls could send you in a downward spiral, or you could maintain because you have to be careful. It's going to blow up your posterior chain a lot more, yep. and your back and your lower back if you're not careful with them, mm-hmm. especially if you start losing your your form on them and it's very easy to do that and then when you get the run you're gonna be like oh my gosh my lower back is killing me because i just you know annihilated it with these d-ball cleans and so I, your run is gonna suck and it won't be a rest it'll be like a help me god save me yeah mine's yeah. more of a uh, like a three by three back squat over the course <laughs> of like a 40 40 minutes with a bunch of chit chat in there that's what i would like to do i like i like three by three back squat yeah. days too <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a good workout. The last thing we do is we just, if you have time, we just do a little speed round where we just ask you a couple quick questions and then it out. we end it with that. All right. First one, who inspires you? Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. That's the second time we've gotten that answer. Yeah. Didn't Davey come up with that? Yeah, someone yeah. like Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay. What's it, what is it like having the entire worldwide community of CrossFit depend on you for news? Stressful. Stressful, yeah. <laughs> I can't even, you know, one person depends on me, and I can't even make that work. You got, <laughs> you got three, you got three dogs depending yeah. on you. Yeah, and they're home right now, alone, unsupervised. Um, do you have any non-CrossFit friends, and what do they think of what you do? 
<laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Um, How annoyed I, are I, they with you at all times that you well, talk about past, CrossFit? I've gone past, far past. So there's two phases. There was the, you know, the primal phase and now we're in like the medieval phase, right. you know? So before I was like talking about it every day and posting to social media and now I rarely ever talk about it. Okay. So my friends now are like super cool with it. But my friends in DC, when I was starting it, they were like, dude, I'm going to have to unfollow you on Facebook. <laughs> it's yeah. not okay. It's right. not okay anymore. Yeah. Because people yeah. hate when you talk about CrossFit and you do it for a living. So right, yeah, okay. right. Um, since you are the you know the the main media outlet, do you feel pressure to be good at CrossFit? Do you feel pressure to perform? No, no. Really? Because as 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 uh, you know, on no rep, I feel like Seth. You feel pressure to perform every day. But I only go at seventy percent for anything I do in my life. So, so you feel pressure yes. to get to seventy percent, whether right. you and want I, to or not. I really have to ramp it up to get there too. Uh, no, you know, uh, honestly, uh, to elaborate, uh, people don't know who I am. They don't know who Justin <laughs> Franco is. They know who the morning chalk up is, though. But by design, you know, if it's going to be Justin Franco's morning chalk up, then it's only going to be as big as I can be. Mm, and so by design you won't see my name on too many places now you see it a lot more when you go to the website like Mm -hmm. because i'm in an article or i'm the author of that piece bylines and i'm on i'm on the show on the minute and stuff and i'm I'm playing that role that that we need to do um but but you know you look read the newsletter if you're just a newsletter reader you'll never almost never see my name you see my name like twice a year Mm, yeah okay yeah ash said we were ash said we were interviewing justin lafranco and i said oh my god i can't believe you got him who is he (laughs) You know, somebody emailed me the other day from my gym and was like, I just discovered Morning Chalk Up. It's so great. I work out at Red Wolf CrossFit in Huntington Beach, California. And I'm like, hey, you know I go there. Same <laughs> class, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, f- final question. Are there Morning Chalk Up groupies, people who are just always hitting you up, like trying to get inside information, trying to get on, get articles? Uh, some a little bit. I think that, you know, there's people who, you know, have – who who email more frequently than others, but you know, they're, they're more, they're less groupies. They're more like brand loyalists. I mean, they just, they just love this stuff. They live for this stuff and they, and they, and, uh, you know, they just want to see articles or get articles or that, you know, they're like, Hey, you know, I have this question. They're like, we probably know the answer. We didn't write a story about it, but we probably know the answer. And Mm -hmm. half the time we do. Mm -hmm. So we just tell them. Yeah. When I, when I, when I saw this was a Seth question on, 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 on the speed round. And when I saw it, I was thinking like, group like groupies like the way the rolling stones have groupies, like women groupies, no. or like the way that like <laughs> professional baseball no, players have groupies. no yeah. way not a, not a chance and that's that's actually a byproduct of us being really low-key our personal lives like people ourselves like we don't put ourselves out there it's not just me you know it's like four other people mm-hmm. and so like we just don't put our, ourselves out there that much it's just the morning chalk up and, mm-hmm. and the brands the brand's bigger than we are and so like you know people are just kind of like oh that's kind of cool you know but yeah. they don't know who i am they don't they, most of the time when people talk to me they don't know what i started it. they do now because you're on the podcast right right they do yeah. now but i literally was at a like a like a retreat weekend with girls on wad podcast and i was talking to some people and you know they're like what do you do and i'm like oh i run this all the morning chalk up and then they didn't really even know what it was and, and, and like i think i got an email from one of them being like i, did, I had no idea <laughs> who you and I was like, oh, well, it was great meeting you. It was yeah, cool hanging yeah. out. You know, we just yeah. we're pretty low key that way. So no, we don't have a lot of groupies. Well, hey, if, Nobody, if I was gonna say if it's any if it's any I don't know consolation or what you want to call it, but we had a guest on recently who didn't know who Greg Glassman was. <laughs> okay, 
That's unfortunate. Don't tell him. Yeah, don't tell don't tell Greg that. But uh, like, okay, you know. But you're still getting your wads in, so it's all good. Hey, you know what? I, I don't think Greg cares. Actually, I think Greg is happy that the person's showing up, and and a secondary, uh, you know, would be you know the fact that you know actually you know what we really do need though we do Greg needs his own workout. Now that I think about it. You know what we need to do is we need to have him on No Rep Podcast. And then you right. can build a workout. And we yeah. can we can have help him build a workout. Because I feel yeah. like we're we're becoming experts at helping people build their wads. I mean, how I don't know that you would have gone to it without us. I, I, I've been doing this for a while, and I've never thought of it. Yeah, you know? This is that's it, that that's uh, Ash Crawford, uh, executive producer, came up with that. I think it's I think that's that's, that's something that's got legs. That's it's, a great idea. Yeah. Speaking of which, I, I am going to do your going to do your wad, so we'll be in touch with uh, you about that. Let me know, please. Please yeah. film it or send says a photo of the aftermath or something like that. I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I may give it a go myself too and see if I can beat your time. I like it. Uh, next time you yeah, next time you talk to Greg, just pen, just you know patch us through and we'll just talk to him and ask him. <laughs> yeah, about hey, hey Greg, give me hold on a second. I got I got to merge a call. In right. Here. Yeah. Just put us in. We'll we'll get we'll get the wad out of him and. Sure, sure, sure. Speaking, speaking of people, nobody knows. Right. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, Justin, we're uh, we're coming up on an hour. I've yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed this. This is uh, awesome. Thank you so great. much. Yeah, I appreciate the time. Uh, thank you for thank you for inviting me on. Yeah. Keep up the the, the good work. I certainly am, am enjoying uh, the morning cross up and cross the morning the morning cross up. The morning cross up. Yeah. <laughs> the morning cross up. Morning cross up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's noon well, here. I'm drinking. I'm gonna now. get a I'm gonna get an email from a lawyer pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not called. Morning cross. Okay. <laughs> morning, morning chalk up. Well, we were doing so good, and then we just. <laughs> and then you. The wheels come off on the goodbye. There was a patent infringement or a, yeah. a, a, a trademark infringement. You Justin, know. there's a reason we're called no rep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that when shit like this happens, we don't edit it out. We just let it go. Hey, yeah. you just roll with it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Well, thanks again so much for coming Absolutely. on. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ash will be in touch with you with with whatever the you know whatever happens after this. We don't really know. Cool. We just talk to people. Yeah, we're just Absolutely. the talent. You know, we have our trail. We're gonna go back to our trailers. <laughs> your people, your people will handle it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're gonna have our people get in touch with your people. <laughs> okay. Do you yeah, have I'll people? Make sure my, I'll make sure my boss responds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Hey, great to talk to you. Thank you guys. Thank have you so much. Day. Yeah. You too. Take okay. care.